everyone. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's Anime Jam Session with your hosts, DJ Ranma S, Kuro Usagi, and Sailor Flair. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 71. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, pop culture, and everything in between. I am DJ Ranma S. I am Ari Rockefeller. I'm Sailor Flair. And I am Mako-chan. Uh, Kuro Usagi is still out. I believe she will probably be back on our next podcast. So, what's everybody been up to? Mm. Not much. Yeah? Alright, I need to pick on somebody, so... Oh, please, let it be me. Of course <laughs> I'm going to pick on you, since you are so vocal. Easy on, target. On the... Well, I'm an easy target. The fact that I can't see you straight ahead, that should not make you an easy target. Mm-hmm. So, Flair, how was your weeks and how was your days? Um, I've been doing all right. Um, I just turned 29 on Monday, so I'm old. Woo! Yay for old people. Yay. I should be receiving my AARP card in the mail get very, this, very shortly. Get this woman a prune juice shooter. Yeah, I need a, yeah, I, I already have a cane, so I'm already set. <laughs> Are you telling them kids to get off your lawn? Yes. Yeah, if you could hurry this up, I'm meeting the gals to play bridge. <laughs> I kid, I kid. But yeah, that's, 29 isn't so bad. It's just really more of a number than a... It's not so much of a number, it's a state of mind. So. I, I don't know. I mean, if we put Flair, Mako-chan, and Kura in the same room, we could have Golden Girls too. <laughs> yeah, but Yeah, but we'd need another person. There were four of them. So we'll get Betty White. <gasps> yes, Betty. Yes, uh, uh, Betty White will be more than welcome. It could be the three of us and Betty White. Awesome. Yeah. That would be hilarious. I would love it. Who would be Sophia? Mm, that would probably be uh, Mako Chan's mom. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> oh dear God. Is it that, would it would it be that bad? Um. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Funny, yeah, I can see it. Funny part is, so can I. Yeah, that's horrible. I can see it, and that's just so horrible. Ugh. I hate you. Putting things in my head like that. I hate you. So that would make uh, Flair the promiscuous one? Oh, that means I'm Blanche? Yeah. Oh, honey. <laughs> I, have to, I, have to get, I have to get my uh, Florida panhandle accent. It's more or of southern a southern bell. It's more of a southern New Orleans but, type. Yeah, southern bell. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> Gold digger. <laughs> he give me money when I'm in need. Wait, 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 we're not supposed to be talking about Kim Kardashian or Nicki Minaj right now, okay? This is not the topic <laughs> yeah. of the of, the, of this. Right. So yes. let somebody else speak about how their life has been going since last we met. Uh, we'll send, we'll spin the bottle, send it towards Ari. Yay! Hooray! Uh, I've just been keeping up with work mostly. Um, I did find out the other day that my, uh, the baby my sister is going to have is going to be a girl. Oh, how nice! Yeah, I, I found out about that when I got home from work, and my mother immediately started picking out baby names for the girl. Aw, jeez. Well, no, congratulations! No, no, when, it, when, when is she due? Uh, August, early September, but Aww. I don't think you heard that right. 
my mother was picking out names for the kid. That's as though as though it was her own kid. That's oh, not geez. surprising. In Everyone always has to get their two cents in when picking baby names. Well, the, yeah, the thing is, like, her, I, I could see it, like, just from the way she looked there. It's, it, she's at the point where she is, you know, starting to throw away her sanity and, you know, comprehension on the world. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, going through the changes, huh? No, I, like I said, deliberately throwing it away, you know. Oh, okay. You know, some people just, like, lose their sanity. She's like, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> so, does this mean you're been, you've been looking and in, looking into retirement homes? I haven't, no, but... <laughs> no, yeah, for them. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not leaving. Besides, they, ever, they ever said, that my sister said, yeah, those two can come live with them. Me, I'm fucked, I'm on my own. <laughs> uh, well, well, uh, you'll, we'll figure something out. I wouldn't worry too, too much. Well... I'm not worried either, but I'm just worried that she's going to end up thinking like she's raising, you know, me and my sister again, and only without all of it, only just going, you know, even more crazy, you know? Alright, fair like, enough. Like, like, again, I'm the only one who's not crazy in my family, and, and uh, you know, it gets held against me. Mm. Alright, now we pick on Mako-chan. Poke, 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 poke. <laughs> Me, damn it. Yeah, we needed the uh, pick me up that little detour into my psyche. <laughs> Let's see, what have I been doing? Um, sitting on my ass in front of the computer. You slacker! I've been playing. I've been playing on Pottermore. Oh, uh, I gotta log back in and see if I got sorted. Cause I remember I got in and then like it was being stupid and I just kind of gave up on it. So. You just check. Well, I'll check later. Maybe I'll check and see if it's working to, for me tomorrow. See where right. I'm sorted. Well, you have to actually go in and start playing around. And oh, I, yeah, I kind of started playing around in Pottermore. Like, I, I think I got through, like, maybe, like, a couple of the chapters, I guess, but... Yeah, you have to go then, through... Like, then it would and... just act, like, really stupid for me. Like, oh, you can't access this. I'm like, yeah, but I'm up to that part. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. chapter that you have to get into. Basically, when you start reading through when Harry Potter gets sorted, that's when you get the questions to be sorted. Oh, okay. I'll have to check that out if I have time tomorrow. Sounds yeah, like can... a plan. Sounds like I've one of those online that. quizzes that people get in, ch in a live journals or in, you know, chain mail letters. It <laughs> is, but it's official. A meme. <laughs> live journal? It's what official. Is live journal? What is this live journal you speak of? Sorry, I slipped back into 2002 there for a second. It's okay. Hey, hold on, I gotta check my Zanga. <laughs> oh, don't you mean your Friendster account? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Friendster. Or even better, MySpace. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or, um, yeah, let me just go check my Google Plus. Occupy Google Plus, please. There's nobody here. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, the 0%? Pretty much. <laughs> Christ, I deleted my Google Plus account like two weeks ago, and someone sent me a request on my other Gmail account. I'm like, are you serious? I didn't even know you had one. That's the point. I Nobody thought everybody, I thought everyone that has Gmail has, you know, access to Google Plus. Oh, you have if to. They wanted to create a profile for themselves. If you have a Gmail, you have to create the Google Plus account to get into it. Oh. Yeah. It's sort of like PlayStation Home. It's there, but nobody uses it. And speaking of which, did you hear they're gonna start weeding out some of the uh, freer stuff in in a PS Home? I heard. I'm calling it. I'm telling you, if not at E3 before the end of the year, 
uh, PlayStation Network will go pay pay to play. It will happen. Oh, that that would I suck. I can see it happening. That that would be hurt. Yeah. Total hurt. And much how uh, I just found out. Well, it said on the news that Wells Fargo is charging seven dollars a month if you have a free pre- a free checking account with them. My bank. Char- then doesn't that mean that it's not free? <laughs> oh, I. I'm I going to banks were be changing to, banks. Oh, I don't know. Look after your money and help them grow your interest. I think I pay like two or three bucks a month for my account for for the free checking, which means you only it's only like an upkeep fee or some crazy shit like that. But um, yeah, I don't. I heard Bank of America was doing that five dollar thing, but I don't know if they're doing it. Five dollars for uh, it was five dollars for get for uh, having a check card. Yeah, they, no, they, they that shit got dropped right away. To make... Because of the massive backlash. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what. And uh, yeah. When I do close my account at Wells Fargo, I'm gonna tell them. Yeah, it's because I'm not paying seven dollars a month for a free checking account. That's yeah. Yeah. So then, you they they have to revise their wording. Then it's not a free checking account. It's just a checking account. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there aren't that many banks that are doing free checking accounts yeah. anymore. I feel like the safest money to have, safest place to have your money is like literally under your mattress, or in a bank, or like in like a piggy bank on the dresser. Everyone's saying go to the credit unions. Eh, what else? Yeah. Just remember, if this 2012 thing does happen, make sure everyone gets their money out of the bank. Look, if this 2012 thing happens, we sh- we string up uh, Ryan Seacrest and we hang his ass. Well, that's a okay. given. Okay, uh-huh. I mean, we do that anyway. Because he's annoying. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere. Isn't this the part where we're, we're supposed to have our, all of our assets in gold or some shit like that? Say what? I don't know, I just heard people are putting all their money into gold or some shit because of the... Uh... People are investing in money, not just gold, but foreign currencies as well, so... Swiss bank account. Fuck the Swiss. <laughs> I used to work for them. But um, as for me, what I've been up to, just working, my contract got extended by four months, so hopefully that'll get extended another four months or, I go, or maybe get a chance to go permanent. Just see how it rolls. Yay. Hope that works out for you. Oh, yeah. I go in at 8.30, I, I remote into my desktop, I chill on Facebook, I get a call to go do something, I come back, sit there a few more, uh, a couple more hours, I go to lunch, come back. Take a nap. Mm, yeah. Wake up, sit in front of the machine, get a phone call, go do this, come back, idle on Facebook some more, clock out. Your coworkers know you about this? Uh, what, know about uh, I'm, I this, am, web, this website, no, I mean? No. Okay. Nope. And also, my office is one floor, one floor down, one flight down. So, excellent. Look, l- let me tell you something. My coworkers are anime fans, which is cool, but they do That's not. Cool. They do not know I go to cons, I podcast this and that because I feel it's my business, it's my personal life. Understandable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll never forget how I felt when one of my coworkers like was asking me about co- the costumes. How did they like, find out about the costumes? Um, I don't know if it was at the time during in my Facebook account, like with like you know photo albums from conventions or from my MySpace. Wow. Well, it was a it was a like you know about five years ago, so it probably would have had to have been my MySpace. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But you gotta so. understand, at the time it was MySpace. It was okay to have your costumes up there and do yeah. crazy shit. Facebook now it's okay like to have a MySpace. But Facebook is more 
professional. Says who? Says me. If you look, if you think about it, it's a little bit more professional in the way of the layouts and so forth. I mean, if if, if businesses, if employees are asking to see access to your Facebook, you know that's got to be serious business. So that's real. That's just stupid. Well, they are passing amendments in in Congress where they can't ask for that. They shouldn't. Yeah, it's an invasion of privacy. Yeah, and because you know you have a personal life and a you know a yeah, professional but, life. But here's, but here's the catch. Yes, it's an invasion of privacy, but it's still public domain because you're on the internet, and the internet is public. It all goes into a technicality. I mean, I understand exactly what you're saying, what you're coming from. That's why Congress is stepping up like, you know what? Nah, ain't having that. Hell, I don't even add my own co my co-workers on Facebook. I don't add them yeah, to I, until yeah, like way, way, way later. recently I've started to kind of cut, like, you know, if I added, you know, if I added co-workers on in the past, I've gotten rid of them. Good answer. I've gotten rid of co-workers, people I went to high like school only, with me But with. only, like, certain co-workers I've kept on. Not, like, not like everybody. Like, mostly, like, the people that are, like, my, like around my age that I work with. I so. I think I have like two or three people from Staples still on my Facebook, and like one person from where I used to work at Time to Know. That's just about it. I think I have one person from ICC on there, but we don't even talk. I just friended him because I just saw his name pop up. But yeah, <clears throat> I don't care who I friend after I am out of a job. So I used to work for Yankee Candle, and I have most of the people that I worked for on my list. I just don't read any of their stuff. Because Honey Badger don't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> you need to do that as a cosplay. You just walk around with a sign that says, don't give a fuck. Oh, oh you geez. must be the Honey Badger. Yeah. Until yeah, your sign gets um, pulled you know. by con staff for their very weirdly worded sign rules. And then hey, I've already No, I've already been told that I had to change out of a shirt that I wore to a convention once. So, What did the shirt say? Oh, what was um, the shirt? Because the shirt on it, it said masturbate on it. Really? Mm-hmm. And it was a family convention. Note, my fingers are twitching like at family Disney. convention. I, I thought you was referencing the Sprite shirt. That is the Sprite shirt. Okay, that's what I thought. I think Flair remembers that. Which one? Sprite bottle. Oh, God! Yes. I made a shirt for it and wore it to a convention. We won't say the name of the convention because um, we would like for them to invite us back again. Yes. <laughs> but I don't think it was the convention itself. It was the fact that I was basically making fun of somebody. But they couldn't exactly come up to me and say, hey, you're making fun of somebody. You need to stop. Right. So uh, they told me that I could not wear my shirt because it said masturbate on it. As I've taken a piece of duct tape and then just covered up the word. No, I just turned it around because I had Sakaki-san on the back of it with a bunch uh, of kittens. I'll say this once, I'll say it again. There is no such thing as a family-oriented convention. Yes, conventions will have some panels and stuff for young kids, which is cool. But overall, there's no such thing as a family-friendly convention. I think that's bullshit. Yes. No, I think you thinking that there's no such thing as a family-friendly convention. I think if a convention attempts to be family-friendly, it's a family-friendly convention. Just like there are conventions that are 21+. plus. But just saying a convention is family-friendly because of something stupid, that's stupid. There you go. 
whereas Zenkai Khan makes itself be a family-friendly convention. In that case, it should... And forces that. So, I mean, there's a difference. There's a big difference between a convention just coming out and saying, oh, hey, you know, you shouldn't be wearing something like that because we're trying to be family-friendly, and a convention stating, look, we're family-friendly, you can't wear that. There is a difference, sorry. Mm. In my book, the jury is still out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on that note, we'll take our first break. Yeah, and we haven't even really gotten started yet. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Get... There's much more to talk about. Yes, but we We're got derailed. We're making great progress. Yes, but we Yay, got... Yay, tangents. We got derailed yet again. All right, well, we'll be back.
Radio at OrangeNotRadio.com, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and the gamer lifestyle with Sky, Duck, Soccer, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on AllGamesRadio.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Video games and gamer talk at BobbyBlackWolf.com. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Expert weekly at HordeHouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we tend to do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at electricsisterhood.com or esh.co with new shows every week. If you prefer geek, pop culture, and sci-fi, check out podculture.net and thegeekculturenetwork.com. And also check out the Brooklyn Otaku, a new anime podcast. You can find them at facebook.com slash thebrooklynotaku. Now that we have returned from our break, uh, we're trying to slowly put ourselves back together due to a pretty much interesting photo that's kind of circulating our Facebooks. It's, yeah, it's liquor worthy. I win. You're going to want to drink all of the beer and all of the alcohol. Drink all the absinthe. Mm, All of the absinthe. All of the absinthe. All of the absinthe. 
I have so much of a bastard that I'm going to start pointing people to my Facebook wall just to see I've that. Had, I've, had sh I've had absinthe before. I think I did some absinthe shots on for Mike's birthday. I had two of them. I had it at the Steampunk's World Fa World's Fair. Very good stuff. I buy bottles of it regularly. Lush. Yeah, I know. Isn't that past here? Yeah. Uh-oh. Weather update. So, mm. what's on tap for tonight? Okay. Stuff okay. and things. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Alright, we do have a couple of articles up here. First one, um, Ari, you take it. It's in regards to Kingdom Hearts 3D. Oh, yes. Hang on a second. Let me... <clears throat> I seem to have lost my place here. No problem. Well, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, this, is, this one comes courtesy of Destructoid. It's that... The new Kingdom Hearts game, which is, is going to have, well, I don't know if you played the second Kingdom Hearts game, you have Kingdom Hearts 2, but oh, I have. it introduced Tr the Tron world to the uh, Kingdom Hearts universe, but it was the uh, early 80s version of Tron. Mm -hmm. This new version, is it's a Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance for the 3DS. Wait, hold it, hold it, we're having slight technical difficulties. We lost Super Producer. I'm right here! Then who dropped? Me, but I'm back. Okay, good. All right. Well, they they uh, revealed that you know, the Tron world is going to be back in in the new Kingdom Hearts 3D game for the 3DS, cool. and it it's going to be updated to the uh, was it 2010 version of it or 11? When did when did Tron Legacy come out? Didn't it come out last year? Tron Legacy came out into theaters. It was December 2010. Right. Well, the new, the newer version, let's say, and uh, it also means that it's going to have Jeff Bridges' character in it. Jeff Bridges! Yeah, so the dude.exe, if you will. Fair enough. Yeah, Kevin and Seraph and Sam Flynn, Quaris, Clue, and Rinsler, aka Tron, they're all there. But, but yeah, the, the, the prospect of fighting, fighting alongside the dude himself, man, that, that's, that alone's the price of admission. Dude abide. I am going to assume you're referencing the Big Lebowski, aren't you? Yep. Yes. Have you not seen that movie? No, I have not. You should. <gasps> What the hell is wrong with you? Uh, Ari, you've known me for how long? Is this pod calling the kettle black again? Yeah, pretty much! Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but you should at least see the movie once. I will. I, I will. Just I don't do the Lebowski challenge the first time around. I will gladly keep that in mind. The, the Lebowski challenge is a drinking game set up with the movie. Where every time oh, do you drink, do you drink white Russians throughout the movie? It's whenever the dude drinks a white Russian, you drink a white Russian. Whenever he smokes a J, you smoke a J. Oh. But he gets like seven white Russians and four Js. Wow. But uh, I don't know if, if anyone else is a really big uh, Kingdom Hearts fan. I'm not a big Kingdom Hearts fan, but I did enjoy playing the game. So, and I was playing the one for for uh, DS. So. Which one? Because I think there was a couple the of them. Chain of Memories? Not Chain of Memories. Uh, D that was for GBA. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, the, um... 358 over two days or something like that. 315 over two days, that one. Yeah. That was pretty good. I play the PSP one. Re-Chain of Memories, which pretty much... Mm -hmm. And it, uh... And... Took away all the charm of the uh, original version when it made the when it made the jump. Yeah, well, yeah it's not bad. Yeah, well, what do you think the 3DS version is? Recode is just a remake of the first game. Really? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts a Recode is pretty much uh, it's just a port of the uh, PS2 game. Huh. 
I haven't played it. I think the first one was the only one I played, and aside from Chain of Memories. I will probably pick that up, because I, ne- I never finished it. But, um... And apparently the next, you know, big chapter, 3, it doesn't have a release date yet. I- I'm waiting for Square Enix to come out and say, Kingdom Hearts 3, and they pull the sign down, and it just says, Xbox 360. The entire internet will cleverly shit a massive brick. It would never happen, but yeah, that would be fun. I know it wouldn't happen, but what will happen is it'll be on both consoles. I hope and it'll so, still piss off the Sony fanboys. Probably, yeah. but I don't have a PlayStation 3, nor do I want one. Same here. Look, this doesn't interest me. I just got a PS3 because it was, it was a sweet deal. That's all it was. <laughs> I mean, I paid 130 bucks for it. And even if I go in and buy a big hard drive and slap it in there, it still comes up to be cheaper than a, than a current gen. And mine has backwards com- hardware backwards compatibility with the PS2. But anywho, I believe next up, um, hold on one second. My, the house cat will like to leave leave the studio. And there he goes. Glad we got that out of the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a hot brick. Okay, Ari, since you brought up the first two articles, why don't you just go for the second one, and I'll take care of the third one. All right. This is the Mega Man one, right? Yes. Uh, Takeshi Aono, I'm hoping I'm... It's it's had written down as A-O-N-O. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. He was, uh... He's passed away away recently. He was a Seiyuu Nui for King Piccolo, Kami from Dragon Ball Z, uh, Shiro Sonata from Space Battleship Yamoto, and he was also Dr. Wily from the Mega Man games. I think that's pretty cool. Well, I guess they're gonna have to... He was also... It was also bet to, uh, to be in a new video game by uh, Suda51. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, his character, he also played Colonel Campbell in the Metal Gear Solid games, but uh, since he died, uh, Kojima pretty much said, yeah, Colonel Campbell's dead, too. <laughs> You're not going to see any more of him again, because, I don't know, maybe he thinks he, he couldn't find anyone to replace him. Or... Fair enough. And, and I actually met Suda51. Oh, is he as crazy as his, as the rest of the world perceives him? He is pretty much. Um, I it was Saturday night. I was it was me and uh, Greg. We were heading over to the after party, and he was sitting there with his entourage with a couple of friends of mine, and then some more friends of mine rolled up, and we just stopped for and I started taking photos for them and stuff. And it was pretty cool, from what I understand. He he he. he uh, Greg told me on Friday when he was running around as uh, Vincent from Catherine. Suda51 pretty much fanboyed out when he saw him dressed as Vincent. Really? Yep. So that was... I think that was pretty cool. Huh? Yeah, he passed away on April 9th. He was 75 years old. The cause of death was a aortic dissection and cerebral inflammation in 2010, and he had been struggling with it ever since. Well, Dr. Wiley, go with God. I think that's a long enough moment of silence. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now... Our next article here, uh, Dragon Ball Z for Kinect game previewed in the first trailer. I have not watched the trailer, but from what I can tell, it's pretty much you're doing all the moves for to do the Kamehameha and other attacks, which I think is pretty cool. Can you do the fusion dance? That would be so cool if you could do that. But according to the article here, that the game, um, the game is actually, um, 
Let's see. Da, da, da. The European arm of Namco Bandai Games began streaming the first trailer for the Dragon Ball Z for Kinect game on Xbox 360 console this past Tuesday. The latest game in the franchise allows players to control characters throughout the Kinect motion sensor. The game will include 50 playable characters, more than 100 moves, and 30 minutes of new anime footage. Players can unlock characters through the quick response co codes scanned on the Kinect. Namco Bandai will release the game in North America and Europe this October. Now, if this is successful, I expect Capcom to do Street Fighter Connect. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to be able to pull off a spinning paw driver while busting my own tailbone. <laughs> <laughs> what about Mortal Kombat Connect? Hadoukens everywhere. <laughs> It'll be like Street Fighter 2 in the arcades all over again. Uh, Greg, he was mentioning this on his Facebook, and I thought it was pretty cool. The next game they have to do after this, Fist of the North Star. Oh, <laughs> oh that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would actually buy a Kinect if that meant if I meant I got to play Fist of the North Star on it. That would be cool, but since we are dealing with Namco Bandai, the next game might be Sailor Moon. <gasps> oh god. That would be awesome. Yeah, like you could just like, you know, pretend you're doing like the transformation sequence. What? <laughs> well, I don't know if you... It, only if it's pretend. Because I could see a lot of people really trying to do the transformation sequence. Or, or, or you and they're the size and consistency like of someone like me. No, I think it would work. Do you like the um, like the Moon Princess Hellation? I, 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 I spin around 50 times. Better I can't even spin around 20 times without getting dizzy. No, I, I, think I am was, dizzy. I think it would be more like you do the hand gestures to invoke the transformation. And I guess your hands have to be at certain positions for a transformation to go through for bonus points. That would be kind of cool. I imagine each one's a limited edition, each one comes with a different moon wand or some crazy shit like that. Screw moon wand, I don't want a moon wand. I know, you want the Jupiter transformation pen. I do! <laughs> yes, she does. Now, go back to DBC for them, Connect, yeah. Alright, right, back to DBC for Connect, yeah. Like, right. It's not gonna be like Final Bout on the PS1 where half the characters are different versions of Goku, were they? I have no idea. Because that's all people remember from that game. Well, if you look at about, right? yeah. if you look at the actual fighting games that are out there, they do rack up a lot of characters in the DBZ genre. So if it's going to be 50 characters, it's probably going to be 50 actual characters from the anime. I knew that. I was just busting on DBZ's balls for a final belt. <laughs> they had a lot of characters, though. <sighs> Imagine playing as Yajirobe. So you just stand there. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you just stand there, eat, and then run. Really, really fast. I'm actually looking at the trailer now, and it's not that bad. I mean, you're doing the hand sequence. It's like... I get back to New York. It's like playing um, Wii Boxing. Mm-hmm. But at least... On, you, on Wii Sports. Yeah. Right? I see... It's kind of like that. I can see that. I'm guessing they're going to have all the voice actors too, which means you go, means we have a chance of hearing Christopher Sabat shout, "It's over nine thousand again." Hey, <laughs> any reason? That's all I gotta say. <sighs> Come on. 
I'm from looking at it, it looks like they got a little help from uh, Ubisoft to pull this off, but that's good though, right? Mm, perhaps. Maybe they use Ubisoft for, for the um for the fusion dance part of it. <laughs> oh man. Okay, now that we got that out the way, let's see what else do we have here. Okay. Since we did mention Sailor Moon earlier, I, with with a couple of cosplaying friends of mine, this past Friday, we went to see Headphones President. As I, I am working on an article for this, which should be up by the time the podcast is on the feed, but um, Headphones President is not your typical concert in my point of view. I mean, recently, over the last few years, my taste in Japanese music has kind of changed and evolved. There was a time where I didn't listen to it because I didn't like it. I didn't pique my interest. Now I listen to it just to see how different it is and, you know, just kind of expand my taste. So when I heard about Headphones President, I'm thinking it's some type of typical um, a Japanese uh, rock band or something like J-Rock band, like Lark on Seal or Psychic Lover. No, it is nothing like that. Oh. Um, take Metallica at their prime, and they did have a prime. Mm-hmm. Throw in some white zombie. Okay. Set it for, put it in a blender, set that shit for puree. All right. And then throw in this tiny, angry Japanese girl belting vocals that will make Alanis Morissette proud. <laughs> I'm talking first album proud. Like really pissed off. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Um, and the lead sing lead singer, her name is Anza Oyama. Now, only a few people will understand that name. For those who don't know, Anza Oyama was the first. Sailor Moon and the Sarah Miyu musicals. Really? Yes. So, Flair, I know right now it's starting to fuck with your head. Uh, but she's this tiny little demure Japanese girl. She was Sailor Moon. Screaming now she's angry. Metal music. Yes. Awesome. yes. Totally different genre. Totally different music. I think you broke her. Oh, no, 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 not yet. N- not, not, not yet. Not yet. Go. This is go. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to link you to their website, headphonespresident.com. Skip past the video. That's your current. That's current Anza Oyama. Okay. It's. It, you can tell she looks mad. Yeah, she looks pissed. All right. Mm-hmm. But yet, when me, Chu, Lexi, and the whole crew, when we met her, she was like this, the nicest, sweetest girl you've ever met. Huh. So, and I know right now, Flair is picturing Monza as Sailor, Sailor Moon in the big Miu outfit, and then there's this angry brunette wearing black. Red or better yet, just Sailor Moon, like screaming, vo- like, screaming loud vocals into a microphone. Oh, God. As a metal as the music thrashes Japanese. around them because she she's doesn't even look Asian. she's half japanese oh okay but she doesn't even look mad is half japanese is that part of her appeal i guess i don't know all i know i i read up on her on her wiki she's her father is japanese 
and her mom is white South African. Oh, nice. okay. Peculiar. Interesting combo. Mm. But um, I mean, I went when we went to the concert Friday. It uh, my mind was blown. I mean, I wasn't expecting a lot of like head banging, like headbangers ball going around, and, and I and I felt pretty much at home here because I was really enjoying the music. At times, the music kind of felt like it was out of sync or whatever. But it's not often that I listen to like really heavy metal, so you know. But one thing I've always said, it's a given that. Uh, music in Japan is always 10 years behind us, but when they get it, it's a lot more um, refined. So does this mean you'll actually make dubstep listen to, able to listen to? Mm, yeah. Uh... We'll just have to wait 10 years to figure that one out. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, like, this is how I look. If you like, um, if you liked 80s hip-hop rap, Go listen. To, go find. Go listen to current Japanese hip hop and rap. That's what it's very reminiscent of. But it's like, as I said, a lot more refined. Well, I'm gonna have to listen to this now because you know me. I'm a metalhead. Yes, I, I will gladly hook you up with that. I Yay! Think, I think you'll be quite impressed with what with, with what you'll hear. Yay! I'd like to hear more of this too. Yes. Um. And then on Sunday, we found out at the at at Friday night that there was a second concert. So me and Lexi, we went. It was at a place called Otto's Shrunken Head. It's a tiki bar and lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I liked. It was a small venue, so it sort of like had like that MTV Unplugged feel to it. Aww. More along the lines of imagine your fav- You won a contest, and your favorite band is performing for you and your friends in your living room. It's like I like that. that. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. Cool. And, and like I said, Anza was really nice, really sweet. We got pictures and autographs. Um, I'm hanging out outside, and and I'm chilling with the drummer Narumi. I got as a, probably a picture of me and him on his Facebook page, and I actually talked to him about um made cafes and stuff because I was coming because. It was that was Sunday, and I had just gotten back from the maid cafe. I had just dropped off my stuff, charged up my phone some more, hop right back on the train to go right back into the city. And he says he's never been to Akihabara for the maid cafes. And he sees um like the girls out there handing out the flyers for people to come. But I showed him some photos. He was pretty. He was quite impressed by them. But um, but what was interesting is that. True. She she has a story where she met um, Anza before, and I'll have to have her tell the story sometime. But long story short, she after she meets her, she's standing outside of the venue, smoking a cigarette, trying to calm down. Anza walks up to her, pokes her in the hand, goes calls her Usagi, and keeps walking. <laughs> wow, that must have made her night. Oh yeah. And what was also cool was that she actually has Anza's idol book. Wow. And she breaks that out, and Anza's, like, joking, like, no, don't don't show it, don't show it, you know? Like that fake smile where you know the person's about to crack at any second? More or less. It wasn't like that, though, but pretty much. Something like the same that. kind of feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And um, they actually made on. They all showed up like custom Anza shirts that they made, and he made one just for her. And and, and the truth be told, I thought that was really cool. It's you know you follow one of your favorite uh, um idol stars, and she does something totally different. And as I said in my article, how does one go from singing J-pop in a blonde wig to brunette, belting out vocals on the level where where even James Hetfield would be proud. Nice. And I'm like, well, hey, if Vanilla Ice can go from rap to, to metal, it's, she can do it too. And if you look around on YouTube, there is, a, there is a video of him singing Ice Ice Baby heavy metal version. It was probably at one of those um, Juggalo conventions. Mm, maybe. One of them was the same one where, where they threw rocks at Tila Tequila. <laughs> so, I mean, overall, I've gone to my fair share of Japanese pop rock concerts in the city. And pretty much, if you are a metalhead, I think you greatly be appreciative of this. Especially the fact that the lead vocalist is female and... And I, and she can be on par with like with Rob Zombie, James Hetfield, and anybody else. So yeah, sounds like my kind of girl. You have no idea. Yeah, imagine me at the at that concert sitting there. You look over at me. I got the hearts in my eyes. I'm like, I think I'm in love. <laughs> oh yeah, and then their new album, Stand in the World, drops on June 6. Awesome. And uh, it seems that if you go to their uh their uh wikipedia page they were here at the delancey like a couple of years ago so i know a lot of people wanted to go and it couldn't make it but i but it seems that she will be back some i think next year so i think it'll be well worth making the trek out especially since tickets were only five bucks hmm. oh definitely have to hit that up then sweetness okay now that we got that Let's talk. Let's talk conventions. Yay! All right, Castle Point. I have one major gripe with with conventions, whether it's anime, manga, or comic book, on a college campus. Make the most of the campus itself. Not even that. The fact that there's no signage. They had that problem last year, didn't they? Yes. But um. KatoriCon, there was actually signs all over where you knew where stuff was. I mean, you're on a college campus, there's a printing department, it doesn't take it's not rocket science to print signs for locations where stuff is. I mean, hell, normal conventions can do it. I mean, even normal conventions have like little pocket guides, but still seeing the signage around does help. And it also didn't help the fact that it kind of rained that day, but it was like towards the end of the day. Now, I'll say this much about Castle Point. It, it It's like, I will call it a starter con. I don't see it going any point past that. I, I, I mean, I couldn't even stand to be in the, watch the masquerade. I left like after like 10 minutes because it was that discombobulated. It was just... <laughs> I mean, you had tables, you had tables on on the stage, and they're recruiting people at the last minute to get it done. I'm talking to my friend Dokudel, and we're like, we could have shit out a better masquerade than they could, you know. And I'm looking at the panels. I'm like, I'm not really interested in half the panels here. But then there's like dating game, 
And, you know, dating games at cons do have prowess. I went over there. Not even 10 minutes in, it was standing room only. When a panel has more people there than your masquerade, then you know something ain't right. Huh. I do know the other the other standing room only event that was going on that day, that day at the con was was Uncle Yo's performance, which I did not get, which I did not see. Yeah, he usually puts on a really good show. Oh, definitely. Now, getting to Castlepoint is not that hard if you're local. I mean, it'll take if you're local by mass transit, it'll take you no more than an hour from point A to point B, give or take. The bus drops you off two blocks from, from the college. And right there on the strip is plenty of food places, so it's really good. Um, I I wouldn't recommend Castlepoint as a place to premiere really new cosplays. I mean, if you're working on like a massively sweet cosplay and you're taking all this time investing into it, I wouldn't premiere it at Castlepoint. I don't... I, I mean, people there would appreciate it, but I don't think it's like a con worthy of it. Save it for like Anime Next at least. Yeah, it's in the same Next, area. Comic Con, AX, Otakon, big conventions like that. If you're revamping a costume, Castle Point is the where to go. Castle Point falls along the lines of if my friends aren't going, then I'm not going to bother to go. That's pretty much how, how I look at Castle Point. I mean, the staff is really nice, but one thing that really got on my case was now. They had a sign that said, no photography allowed in artist alley slash dealer's room. Okay. So I'm walking around with my camera. It's out. And, you know, from time to time, people always tell me that your camera's on. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It shuts itself off after about a minute. So I'm cool with that. This one staffer taps me on the shoulder and, and is telling me to turn my camera off because of the rule. I'm like, dude, I'm pressed. And he's like, it doesn't matter. You got uh, huh? Look. That- doesn't make any sense. I know it doesn't make any sense. My thing is this. I understand your rules. But if I'm press, I should be allowed to take photos of the place to help go along with my convention report that I'm working on. Now, people will take photos in the dealer's room slash artist alley because you will see cosplayers there that you may not see outside. So you, like, take the opportunity. And the only way I was able to figure out what was artist alley and what was dealer's room was... By the um by the booth and what and the stuff that was being sold, okay. I, I, a lot of places they sometimes run the artist alley and dealers room together. Yeah, they do. But this was in one giant gymnasium. Yeah, in places like that they do that. Now I didn't stick around for their rave because I was like, uh, no. That and it was also WrestleMania Sunday, so you know I had to go go watch that. Mm-hmm. For what that's worth, I have a whole tirade against that, but I, if I just started discussing professional wrestling, I think we'd lose most of the audience. Probably. <laughs> the best way I could put up Castle Point is go if your friends are going. If it's going to take you more than an hour to get there, you, you won't miss anything by not going that year. It, that's pretty much it. There, I mean, truth be told, I think there are better local college campus conventions like KatoriCon is a better one. Um, Springfest is okay. I mean, I think with Springfest, they just need to they just need to organize a little bit more, and there'll be a, a really good convention. 
But as for Castle Point, I mean, if I don't go next year, it won't be a... I, I won't lose any sleep over it, truth be told. But I did see an amazing uh, my little po- couple of My Little Pony cosplays, so... Now, we get to the big convention, PAX East. Oh, PAX East, how I love you. Especially the fact that you went toe-to-toe with Anime Boston, and you smacked it down like a hoe owing you money. (laughs) Wow. What? That's a great way to put it. Well, yeah. One, One thing that was kind of funny, though, they actually set up video conferencing between both conventions and and the and the camera they had like a, an outline of a portal me and Marco we went over there and it was like so much shit talking it was just ridiculous it was hilarious yes it was it was uh i guess the whole rumor of if you bought one badge you got into both uh, both conventions. I guess that's how they pulled it off. Yeah, yeah, but the funny thing about that, that shit was announced at the mask at their masquerade last year. Funny how nobody remembers that shit. No, of course not. Now, I didn't get my badge till afterwards, and I'll say this just like any other convention. If you're picking up, wait till it dies down, because truth be told. Why wait on the line for four hours when you could take that time to check into your room, shower, relax, change, and then make your way down, grab your badge, and go? Yeah, for the most part, there was no line for the badges whatsoever, except for right at the very beginning. Yeah. And all the badge really does was just get you entry into the expo hall. The expo hall and the concerts. Yeah. And Ari, you would have loved it. Really? There was a Catan tournament going on there. Oh, awesome. I don't know how well I would have done, but yeah, I would have loved to have gotten in on that. And I mean, PAX East is a lot different from your typical gaming convention, because when I first looked at PAX East, I'm thinking it's like the entry, it's the user's version of E3, but there's video games, PC gaming, tabletop games, and one of the most popular... T- Tabletop games, or I should say, card games, at the con that weekend, Cards Against Humanity. Oh, oh God! Now I'm regretting missing this. No, they're they're, they're reissuing brand new um box sets uh, next month. Oh. There was one booth. There was a Kickstarter booth. They had like nine copies gone in the first ten minutes Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they had a sign that said, "We have none. Fuck you. Go away." <laughs> I mean, they had. I remember they had like these giant D and D surface tables, which was pretty cool. I picked up a card for one of the tables there. That did. They had. I think they had like an app where it handles all your D and D stats in the software as you played the game, which was pretty cool. Sort of like Electronic Monopoly. Um, we did play um, a couple of games, uh, Double Dragon Neon, which looked pretty cool. I wish I, I was able to hear the music from it, see how well it was revamped. Yeah, the game was actually really fun to play. Now, I, I mean, the gameplay was really fluid, but on the same token, I'm more used to it being more rough around the edges like the original arcade game. But the fluid motion does remind me of Super Double Dragon for the Super NES, which was pretty cool. 
wonder if I, I'm not sure if I even finished that game. I don't think I have. Was that the fighting game one? No, no, that was Double Dragon 5, The Shadow Falls. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember playing the fighting game one. It was based off a cartoon they had at the time. Which was pretty good. I did like that. But, um... I did play, like, this game called Comic Jumper. Um, it's sort of like play sort of like Earthworm Gym, where you use the trigger buttons to run around and fire. Which, uh, yeah, the trigger buttons were to jump and fire. Left stick was to move around. Right stick just controlled your aiming. And one thing I liked about that game is that you can actually fire while jumping, whereas some games you have to stop firing, jump to the ladder, and then fire again. That was I, I like that. I avoided like the long lines for like Max Payne three, um, Aliens, a couple other titles. But I did chance chance to play uh, Sonic Four Episode Two. Oh, how did that turn out? It's pretty good. They now have a tag team mo a team up option where Sonic and Tails do a special attack together to get out of various situations. It's not just someone else takes up the second controller and flies tails independently and Sonic no, can jump up and no. use them like a platform? Mm -mm. No, it's actually, um, whereas a couple of times in the old games, tails would come and save you, you can actually get tails to come and save you now. You can force tails to save your ass. Awesome. Of course, playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles as Sonic and Tails, I was, like, whoever got to play as Tails, it... Their job was it to see how badly they can dick Sonic over. <laughs> Especially the uh, Marble Hill boss, where he, act he actually it was, it took place in the sky, and he actually had to jump from Tails' grip to uh, hit Robotnik. And yes, he could still independently control Tails, which means, like, catch me, little butt, hey, where are you going? <laughs> Start all over again. <laughs> they are handing out, like, like if you played it, you got like a card where you can get a Sonic hoodie for your um, for your avatar, for your oh, cool. Xbox avatar. Yep. What level did you end up playing, Ranma? Uh, I played the uh the snow the snow cap level. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. Sonic in the snow. Everyone remembers the snow levels in Sonic. But it was a little bit different, where you were actually stuck in the snow. You had to use the team up special in order to get through it. It's an interesting way to. To look at it. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm also a bit of a PC enthusiast, so I was really enjoying seeing like these new cases by uh, Cooler Master and Antec. Uh, I didn't really check out too too much of the technology like I normally did, and I wanted to enter the uh, the PC building contest, but I didn't get there in time that Saturday. Oh well, next year, because I think I can even with the parts right there in front of me. I I know I could put a machine together faster than anybody else. And I believe if you want it, you get you get to walk away with the machine that you built. Nice. Nice. Hey, I can always use another computer. <laughs> yeah, me too. Mm, I know your your laptop is getting up there. Yeah. I don't really care. I just want to be able to play Guild Wars 2. But you cannot has Guild Wars 2. I cannot has on this machine. No, I cannot. For a while, the uh, benchmark for testing the PC's power was, yeah, but can it run Crisis? Can it run Crisis? Was it? Yeah, look, I have two video cards in this house that can max out Crisis. Get the hell out of here with that crap. <laughs> the last video card I have, and the current one in here now. Granted, I don't think I, the rest of the hardware can do it, but the video card itself can max out Crisis. Probably make the thing burst into flames. 
No, I would not let Venus melt in flames. I can't do that. That won't happen. And if it does, the first thing I'm doing, I'm braving my hands through the fire and I'm pulling the hard drives out. And then, hey, you get to have the, the cool gloves like Gendo wears. <laughs> it's Gendo. Oh, baby. Oh, what have I wrought? <laughs> I'm sorry, I only watched that like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I got nostalgic. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, I actually started playing one of the games that uh, someone was advertising there, one of the Facebook games. It's actually pretty fun. Which one is it? Uh, Dungeon Overlord. Oh, yeah, I got an email about that. Dungeon Overlord. I actually played Uncle Slam. That was pretty good. It's a boxing game with the um with the president. It's pretty cool. Let me guess. Teddy Roosevelt's the final boss? I don't care. <laughs> Bully! But oh, you know, it's, it's going to be like Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's punch-out, you know? Like, Mike ramped up Tyson, to 10. Mike Tyson's punch-out. <laughs> like, ramped up to 11. Um, who here remembers the game Nitrous Oxide N2O? Think so. Sounds really, really familiar. Well, it's a it's a it's a game that's done the music, and I forget the band that does the music for it. But you're just mo character moving back and forth, shooting beams and stuff. It's like a trippy game. There was a game they called Dyad. I played it last year, and it was pretty cool. They had it here, and they really refined the living hell out of it, and it looked very musically trippy indeed. And also, Rock Band Blitz. It's pretty much Rock Band Unplugged for the PSP, but it's for uh, PS3 and Xbox 360. And it's fully compatible with all your existing DLC songs. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's something I plan on picking up. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty awesome. I also played uh, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. Only Square Enix could take a music rhythm game and make it into an RPG. <laughs> How did they do that? Okay. They just did. In the game, there are these, there's symbol, they're like these, there are these circles that come across the screen in a pattern, and you have to follow that pattern with the stylus. Sounds simple enough. Kind of sounds like EBA. Yeah, something like that. And um, there are certain scenes where like there are arrows going in various directions. You got to move the stylus in that direction, and you get experience points and stuff. This happens like when you're traveling from one area to another, and when you're doing boss battles, you have to tap it in certain sequences, which is pretty cool. And that sounds like Elite Beat Agents meets Rhythm Heaven. Mm. And and, they, and I tried out these headphones, and these things were phenomenal, called Astro. I went to go price them $115. If I had the money, I probably would have bought them. But that is on my uh, birthday list. Because I think I'm at that point where I can use headphones instead of earphones. But overall, one thing I'll say this much about PAX East. If you go to five to six uh, arc anime conventions, it won't kill you to hit this one up. It's it's total. It's a lot different because I did run into a friend of mine who didn't like PAX. I think she's more used to the anime conventions. <clears throat> one thing about PAX is it's very chill. And after like eight or nine o'clock, things tend to wind down. So you can go head up, hit up the concerts, or go hit up room like industry parties if you know to get in, if you know, and stuff like that. 
Yeah, there isn't a lot of late night stuff, so it, it's it's very very laid back. Yeah, very very laid back. It's nice. So it's pretty much like this. If you're going, if you're kind of tired and you just need a break from anime cons, make a beeline for PAX. Seriously, and and the fact that they went toe to toe with um with Anime Boston, hey, that made things even better for me. Let's see. Anime Boston walked away with twenty-two thousand people. Pax East walked away with like sixty to sixty-five thousand. Flawless victory. K.O. 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 And now that we got that out the way, let's take our last break of the evening, and when we come back, we start wrapping things up. Nice. All right. Thanks. Oot. We'll be back. <laughs>
saying goes all good things must come to an end wouldn't you all agree Agreed. yeah yep flair you sounded a little bit robotic there but that's okay yes exterminate exterminate destroy oh god shutting down <laughs> But are, yes, all good things must come to an end. Are you trying to sound like GLaDOS? Probably. Or one of those little turrets. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> alright, guys. Alright, alright, right, we gotta wrap things up. If you like what you've heard, tell two people. They, in turn, will tell two more people. It's how we... So on and so on. Etc. 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 I think we all know where that's from, but, um... That's how we get our popularity. That's how we get to tell more people about the things that we do and all the good stuff. Because you know what? We don't have any financial backing. We do this nope. from the comfort of our we own do this homes. For fun. Yes. Sweltering in the heat sometimes if need be, damn it. <laughs> so check out our website at animejamsession.com. If you notice, we're updating a little bit more and more because we actually have a lot more time for, for writing cool stuff. I'm working on a couple of articles that should be up there this week. So take a so take a read and tell me what you think. And We're branching out. Hell yeah. And don't forget, you can always find our podcast on podcast.com, podcast.net, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcast, Zoom Marketplace, and the ever-popular iTunes. Oh yeah, before we continue on, I forgot. We actually got a question from 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 a from a from a, I guess a listener or some or a fan on our fan page. Okay. She wants to know. Her name is Kayan Morrison. She is from um, Ireland. No, Scotland. Ah. She wants to know what do we think of Card Captor Sakura. I already responded that we do enjoy Card Captor Sakura, but oh, we like it. Yeah. I think it's a really good anime. I wish I'd gotten a chance to see all of it from start to beginning, but Clamp does some amazing stuff, because I am a big Angelic Layer fan. Oh, Clamp is awesome. Mm-hmm. So what did everybody else think of Cardcap to Sakura? Can't really, can't really go wrong with, can't really go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Or anything you know, honestly, I've never seen it, but uh, I got this feeling I probably should have at some point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember it's it really, used to really be cute. on, the dub mm-hmm. used to be on Channel 11. Yeah. I also heard that the uh, English dub was kind of uh, mishandled. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. That's probably why I ended up staying away from it at one point. They wanted to make it more towards because they wanted to make it geared towards boys and girls. 
Yeah, but but it's still a cute anime nonetheless. You can probably find episodes on um, YouTube. Yep. Now that, we, now that we got that out of the way, so now you know that we all here enjoy Cardcaptor Sakura and think it's a great anime. If you want to check out more of our chaos and our hijinks, you should check out our YouTube pages. Our official one is youtube.com slash TV, where we'll be posting interviews, uh, video footage, uh, panels, masquerades, all that good stuff. Uh, we also have personal pages. You can find me at youtube.com slash S. You can find Ari at Ari22682. Uh, Sailor Flair at youtube.com slash Sailor Flair. And Mako, do you have a YouTube? I do, but I don't post on it, but you can see all the things that I've favored. And where can the, where can the listeners find that at? It's, it's at, on Yahoo. I mean, on YouTube. Yeah, that. But what is your username? Jupluna, I said that. Okay, it didn't sound like you said Jupluna. that. Jupluna, J-U-P-L-U-N-A. There we go. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Ah, uh, Twitter, the crack of microblogging. Our official pay Twitter page is twitter.com slash session. Here we will be posting links to stuff that we've uploaded, articles, and where we'll be at cons and all that cool stuff. Um, if you want to follow some of our insanity, you can find me at twitter.com slash S. You can find uh, Ari over at twitter.com slash man. You can find... Sailor Flair over make at... Make it epic. Damn right, make it epic. Yeah, twitter.com slash make it epic. Know it, live it, love it. I feel like quoting your your, 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 your title from your Tumblr. Like, okay, <laughs> short in stature, big in heart. Something like... Did you oh have... yeah, I'm on Tumblr too. I think I'm I think I'm sailorflair416 at .tumblr.com. So, if you have Tumblr, definitely hit me up. Uh, no, no, it was something else. It was like... like like 60 pa- 60 inches oh yeah 60 pu- inches of pure, pure dynamite. dynamite that's it yes <laughs> and um and Mark, are you giving out your twitter account again uh sure it's sure. uh why not yeah sure why not add one more um, stalker to the mix I've already wasted <laughs> enough time yes hush you hush <laughs> uh yeah i'm geoveda over at twitter it's g-i-o-v-e underscore d-e-a just remember, Makusha never makes it easy for us. Of course not. <laughs> but that's half the fun. Mm-hmm. I have to be difficult. What a bitch. Of course. <laughs> Duh. Uh, check out our official Facebook page, facebook.com slash anime jam session. And right now, we're at 868 uh, fans. Hey! I did not, and I did not think it would jump, the numbers would jump so high, because I guess I post on here, after I upload con photos, I see X amount of number, and I'm just like, wow. So, nice. truly, from the bottom of my Thank heart. Thank you, fans. Definitely. You like us. You really like us. And we're, we're clawing our way up towards four digits. Damn right. And for, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you guys for, like, liking the photos that I put up. That just means... I thank you guys from the heart of my bottom. Damn right. I mean, that means you guys like the photos I'm posting, so I'm going to work harder to get more photos up there so you can just spread the word. I mean, that that really means a lot to me. Let's see what else we got here. Yeah. And um, check out my official uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash I post on it from time to time. It's just some mostly updates and some interesting inside thoughts and stuff. Um, yeah. 
And don't forget to listen to us on Distant Genius Radio, which I should have. Our, our stream should be going Saturday. So listen to us Saturday from 4 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And speaking of radio, I think Sailor Flair is DJing Friday night. Yes, thank you. I'm I'm hosting the Rock Show, which is um, it's a show that's on normally Monday through. Uh, actually, I think it's on seven days a week at um, wcwp.org. But I will be hosting it on Friday, so um, please check it out if you can. You can go you can go to eight, you can go to um, wcwp.org and click on the green 88.1 FM button. Or if you have the TuneIn Radio app, you can do a search for WCWP 88.1 FM and listen from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Wait, you guys. Friday. Wait, you guys are on a TuneIn Radio app? Yeah, we have a we have an app called TuneIn. It's like you can like search different radio stations. You okay. can listen with your smartphone. Now I have a reason to reinstall the app on my Android phone. Yep. Yeah, you can totally listen to it too iPhone, Droid, Blackberry, I think, but yeah, you can totally do it. Nobody and the app is I believe is free. Nobody uses Blackberry anymore. Well, that some I know some people who do, but not very I know somebody that my uses sister does. Blackberry. I'm sorry. I told you my family was insane. Blackberry's old and busted. Android, the new hotness. New hotness. Yes. <laughs> See Flair, you knew where I was going with that. Yep, old yes. and busted, new hotness. And old I, and busted, new hotness. I get it. I think I think that's it. Anything else? Thank God. I know. Old busted hotness. Mm. Other than that, I got nothing. <coughs> <laughs> oh yeah, one more quick thing. Um, podcasts are coming out every three weeks, every month, give or take, because the convention uh, season's upon us. So we're trying to like juggle cons and the podcast. So in due time, we'll be back to our normal schedule of two episodes a month. If you know, so just bear with us. If we if we're monthly, that means we have a lot more crap, a lot more quality content to give you. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Any last words? Final thoughts? No, nope. I got nothing. Flair. Nope, I'm good. Marco. Huh. And pasta butter. That's my final thought. <laughs> nice. With a little with Vidalia. Yeah. You 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 keep it going with that butter now. I'm gonna start calling you Paula Dean soon. No, that's you. <laughs> that ain't me. Yes, it is you. Her face isn't lifeless and uncanny. <laughs> that ain't me. Sorry. Yeah, Mako's face isn't lifeless and uncanny and photoshopped to all hell. It's more like Giada if you think about it. Yeah. Oh, don't go there. I just did. Oh, don't go there. I just did. Don't go there. We better get out before we go there. Yeah, let's get out of here. All right. Alright, I'm I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. I'm Sailor Flair. I'm Mako Chan. See ya next time. Stay golden. See ya! See ya. Hi! Say say goodnight, Mako. Good night, Mako. This podcast is a joint production of DJ Rama S, Kudo Usagi, and me, Sailor Flair. Please note that no fanboys or fangirls were harmed in the making of this episode. This time. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and DisingenuousRadio.com. 